It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. High School Football on Round Guy Radio this year is sponsored by the following sponsors. Kyoto Transmission and Repair. Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa. Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine. Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent. Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa. Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa. B&B Propane. R&B Breaks Facebook page for the best sports cards in Iowa. Richardson's Tech Solutions of Richland. Farmers Co-op and Vision Ag of Kyoto, Iowa. And the Packwood Locker, soon to be Griner's Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. We got Scotty Melvin, and he's got a preview of a, a 1A. Well, welcome program, Scotty. Hey, Dave. How are you? I am glad to be talking to you. I have uh, just wrapped up uh, my last coach's interview before the season starts and uh, was looking forward to this uh, uh, preview. The other previews have done really well. Uh but this is a, 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 we're just chock full of these 1A schools. So uh, is it all one one division or what do you got? I'm going to do a, a couple, uh, one a little more in depth and focusing on one team mainly, and then uh, skimming through another district in 1A and uh, spotlighting uh, uh, on the Wilton Beavers a little bit who we expect to have a big season. Well, it looks pretty good uh, in their scrimmage. So, uh all right, which one were you in first? Well, let's start with our homegrown, and when I say that, traditional Southeast Iowa-covered uh, schools. And uh, we're going to go with 1A District 6. Okay. And uh, spotlighting the Sigourney Kyoto Cobras for the most part in this one because I think outside of maybe a couple of uh, challengers, this one is going to go their way yet again. And uh, first off, I'll list the teams real quick. District 6, Class 1A, you got Cardinal of Elden. You got newcomer Colfax Mingo. You got the uh, Eddyville, Blakesburg, Fremont Rockets. Pella Christian Eagles, of course, they're always great. And uh, Pleasantville Trojans, who had some success a year ago, but weren't quite up to the task when it came to challenging the, the district leaders, Pella Christian and our own Sigourney Kyoto Eagles. I'm sorry, Sigourney Kyoto Cobras. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think this season's going to go a lot that way. I don't know what your thoughts are, but I think it's going to be Sigourney Kyoto and Pella Christian and then everybody else fighting for the scraps. Uh, having said that, based on what little bit of data I have and what little bit I know, I think that uh, Pleasantville would be a team that might be in the middle of the pack that could be uh, a surprise to me. Um, you know, Cardinals possible, Eddieville, Blakesburg, Fremont. We know they've got some athletes over there. We've seen what they do in basketball. Uh, can they have some of those caliber athletes out for football this fall? I don't know. Colfax Mingo, I really don't know a lot about. I want to say they're jumping up from class A or they're either, either that or they're moving down from, from two A, but I don't think that's the case. I think it's the other way around. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think they're coming up a class and that's, uh, not necessarily a bad thing by any means, but they're jumping into a real tough district here. And so I have a feeling they're going to be towards the bottom. 
So I think we're going to do, if I were to rank these teams in my own very uneducated guess way, I'd put Colfax Mingo at the bottom. I would probably have Cardinal uh, just above them, Eddieville, Blakesburg, Fremont uh, coming in fourth, and Pleasantville is my number three team, Pella Christian number two, and I think Sigourney Kyoto, I think the Cobras will get a third district championship in a row when this thing all hashes out by the end of the season. Well, uh, they're getting a lot of love in the polls, a lot of uh, uh, statewide respect. Uh, uh, I got to think that's because of uh, they're bringing back that quarterback, Sawyer Stout. I think he's uh, uh, one of the best quarterbacks. Uh, most of the teams seem like they're replacing their quarterbacks this year, but they got a veteran quarterback who really – uh, uh, did show everybody what he could do last year. Uh, um, so uh, yeah, let's talk well, about him, and then we'll work around yeah, whatever else. We'll go over a few of the players and some of the stats they put up a, a season ago, and we'll start with Sawyer Stout. Um, we know he's a, a capable athlete. He's a smart player. He's a coach's kid, albeit a basketball coach, coach's son. Um, but you know what? Sports smarts is sports smarts to me, and Sawyer's got that. A year ago, he uh, threw 54 passes for the Cobras, completed over 50% of them for 620 yards, nine touchdowns against only four interceptions. Pretty solid stat line uh, for a kid throwing out of the single wing. You know, and that's not their bread and butter. Um, On the ground, Sawyer was a capable runner, too, almost 400 yards rushing, about four and a half a clip. And, you know, when you you listen to Coach Jensen, uh, when you interview him, He talks about getting that three or four yards every time. Well, there you go. There's your quarterback getting that and then some uh, every time he carries the ball. So that's that plays well into the hands of uh, what the Cobras want to do offensively. On defense, Sawyer played a little bit there, too. Only a couple tackles registered. Um, I think his main contribution a year ago, obviously, was offense. I don't know if that'll be the case this year. But, you know, he's he's definitely uh, quite a weapon for the Cobras to have a quarterback uh, coming back for a senior year. Well, uh, tell me a little bit about uh, the run game. Uh, I know they had Cole Clarehan last year. They're going to miss his uh, uh, nice, tight running. And uh, on the defense, I'm sure they're going to miss Jack Clarehan. Definitely. And, and you know, Cole was the big stack getter last year, uh, running the ball for the Cobras. And it seems like they love to have uh, – They've got kind of a running back by committee theme, but they seem to have lately anyway, a feature guy that is the one that really going to pound at you. And Cole's gone and he's taken almost 1200 yards of rushing with him to graduation to go on 21 touchdowns. But when you look through their, their backs, there's a ton of them. Uh, they've got a, a longer list of backs than about any team you'll see. And several of these guys put up some some pretty darn good numbers. One of my favorites is Isaac Bruns. He was only a sophomore year ago. He's coming into his junior season here. He averaged over eight yards per carry, scored four touchdowns, and hit 500 yards on the dot rushing. Uh, that's a pretty solid year for a kid that's not uh, your feature back and one of your younger guys. Um, I said it last year. I felt like he had uh, that breakaway speed that uh, can give the Cobras and the style that they play another dimension. I think we'll see that really magnified this fall. I think he'll be a key to their success. Uh, You got Cole Kindred coming back. He was uh, over five yards of carry, uh, about 250 yards rushing. Jake Moore, he did a little bit of throwing and running and was solid in both. Not huge numbers total, but um, what he's got, good-looking stuff. 
Uh, Reed Molinex is going to be a senior. He was uh, close to 300 yards rushing. You got, uh, let's see, well, Toyer was almost 400. Ashton Galindo, um, only 20 yards on the ground, but we've heard about him, and he's a speedy guy. I think he's going to be a capable runner for him, too. So there's a, there's a bunch of guys that can um, – Took the ball for the Cobras this year. They've got that depth thing we talked about. I think uh, Coach Jensen said they have what sixty players uh, out for football. That's uh, well, that's a lot. That's a lot. I mean, when you're you're talking, there's some three A teams around here that are around forty. So <laughs> that is uh, that's what I call a program when they've got that many of their boys out for football. And uh, Sigourney Kyoto should roll right along this fall. I think Pella Christian graduated a lot it's going to make it tough for them to challenge the cobras but if anybody could we know they're a program that reloads so they, they've always got a shot they're going to be in the mix well did you look them up you know they got anybody back or or they're just always so good and always so big and uh, uh they uh, uh took the state champions in baseball to extra innings uh, uh this year uh, up at the state yeah tournament. i mean they, they went to state, it seems like, about every sport, and they're far enough away that I just – I don't have a lot of data on them, and I don't I don't have time to look through teams that aren't from here this year. I just don't. So I don't know much about them. I do know they graduated uh, the coach's son, who was a, a great uh, quarterback for him, and he's off to college playing now. Um, and, and But they're, you know, they're one of those – programs that, that reloads you know they're never in a rebuild so i've got to think that they will be pushing uh sigourney Kyoto, if not uh fighting them for an outright district title when the two meet head to head well that's cool uh is there anything else about this district that you want to talk about not really i i don't know much of anything outside of the cobras and so a lot of times i would uh be hesitant to predict a winner but i i just think sigourney Kyoto's bring it back so much and uh the other teams have lost so much or they're just a such a significant step down uh program wise from from Sigurd Kyoto or Pella Christian that it's going to be those two kind of dominating this district uh once again shipping can make or break a sale so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation they make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows and they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs so optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Yeah, let's do that. Well, I think the Cobras, uh, uh, tell me about their, their vaulted defense. I mean, they're always so stingy defensively. Uh, um, they're, they're, they're losing some players, but they got some new players coming in. Uh, what are you looking at about their defense? Well, definitely some of their leading tacklers graduated, you know, a, a host of them, honestly. But they're bringing back some really talented guys. Uh, one I like to keep my eye on the most, I think, on the defensive side of the ball because uh, he is just such a such a star there on the line is Evan Vitito. He's back for his senior year. You know, he posted 31 and a half tackles as a defensive lineman, uh, 13 of them solo, three sacks, 10 and a half uh, tackles for loss. He's not quite there, but almost approaching some Russell Coyle type numbers uh, on the defensive line. And, and that's uh, definitely a plus for your team to have a kid like that right on the front line. Aiden McGuire coming back for his senior year. He had 22 tackles last year, including three tackles for uh, loss and a couple of sacks. And then when you look in the in the turnovers, um, Sigurd Kyoto forced a ton of them last year. And again, some of that production has graduated. 
but you got uh, Jake Moore picked off three passes. Kale Clarahan picked off a couple. Cole Kindred picked off a couple. You know, uh, Jake took his one of his to the house. Um, the Cobras had a penchant for turning the ball over on the other, you know, from the other team last year. And if they can do that again this year, boy, I don't see why uh, they wouldn't just maybe run the table here. Well, they just might. Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, uh, oh, anything else about that district you want to talk about? No, I think that that pretty much uh, sums this district up as far as what I know about them. I'm, I'm kind of all in on the Cobras there. And uh, this next district I want to talk about is going to be a little the same. Uh, district 5 and a bunch of these teams are not close to us uh, down here. But it's Wilton's district, and we are friends of the Beavers. And uh, there's another team that I think is going to win a district championship this year. They've been predicted by some newspapers to do it. It's going to be, a, I think, a lot tougher road to hoe than, say, what a Sigourney Kyoto or, or a Pella Christian has over there in, in District 6. So this is uh, 1A District 5. Okay. Well, there's a and lot of good teams in that district. There is. It's fact, and I'm not sure it's not tougher with this realignment now for uh, this season and next than it was these last couple of years. And we, we talked all fall last year about just how top to bottom stacked this district was, maybe the toughest in the state in all classes. And I think it's going to be a lot that way again. Six teams in the district. Um, Durant is the one that I think will take a significant step back just because how do you replace a kid like Nolan DeLong? Well, you know, they might, they might have the horses to do it by committee. I don't know. But uh, that, that's going to be like Waco trying to replace Simeon Reichenbach. You know, it's, it's, it's going to be a tall order, and they better have a lot of bodies to, to throw at that position or the positions he played to get it done. And uh, I, I don't really know if, if that's the case, but if I was going to pick uh, this district uh, from, from bottom up, I've got Durant finishing last this year. And that's no knock on them. It's, it's just kind of goes to show how, how tough the district is. Um, above them, I've got these. I don't know exactly how well educated I am on, on picking them, but I think there's going to be a fight for the middle here as well. I think it's going to be Dyersville, Beckman Catholic and Cascade uh, up ahead of Durant in the uh, fifth and fourth spot. And then I think your top three are going to be Iowa city, Regina. I'm going to put them at number two, because I, I think West branch for as great as they are and as much as that program reloads um, and as inspired as I think they'll play this year with the, the loss of, you know, coach Peterson, the legend, um, and I think they will play really well. They've got to replace some major production with a running back and quarterback, and uh, that's going to be tough. So I'm going to have West Branch finish in three, Regina uh, at two, and I think the Wilton Beavers are going to take that step forward with all those youngsters uh, hitting their junior and senior year. A lot of juniors, really, and I think the Beavers are going to win this district this year. Well, it's a, a, a tough district to win. Uh what what uh, uh, I know you got stats and numbers on the Wilton Beavers. Looks like you took a, a, a kind of a deep dive into them. What what do you know about who's coming back there? Well, I'm just about to pull up their page. Uh, this is one that I didn't write anything down yet. My trusty notebook isn't with me, but uh, we can go right to the tail of the tape thanks to Varsity Bound and see what we got here. 
we know that they were they were real heavy uh, underclassmen last year and still showed out, uh, had a great year. And we knew that surviving last year was the main thing, gaining experience, and that this year would be the year and probably next year too where the Beavers might just uh, kind of run roughshod over their, uh, their opponents in the district there. And we are to that point. So we'll start with the quarterback position. We talked about this kid a lot last year, and he was only a sophomore, Drew Keith. A lot of uh, their offensive production starts with him. A year ago, see what you think about these numbers, Dave. Drew, as a sophomore in high school, passed for almost 63% accuracy, 918 yards, 10 touchdowns. He did have the 11 interceptions. But I've said it before when we're talking about some other quarterbacks. I don't mind that, especially with a, an inexperienced kid, because it shows me that he's out there not letting those get to him and still slinging the ball when asked to do it. And Drew did that and had a real nice season as a sophomore. Okay. He, he, rushed the ball, he rushed the ball for almost 400 yards as well. Uh, their, their leader there is an old friend of your son, Owen Hassel, yeah. a year ago, now coming into his junior year. He was over 700 yards last year rushing, uh, 5.4 yards per carry and nine touchdowns. He had a long of 60 yards, so he's got some breakaway speed potential there. Um, and outside of him, you've got uh, another youngster, uh, Damian Pestle, who rushed the ball for not quite 200 yards, but uh, he was a nice compliment to Owen and Drew back there, uh, almost 7.5 per carry and another three touchdowns. So they've got some capable backs. There's a Jordan Duesenberry that – Barely touched the ball, but I like what I see stats-wise from him because he was over 16 yards of carry. He's, he's got some Columbus thing going on there uh, when he gets the ball. So between the four of those kids, all of them juniors, that votes really well for the Beavers this year. They should be a nightmare to try to game plan for uh, the defenses in that district. Yeah, well, what about their defense? Well, defensively. You scan through. This is where you'll see some seniors that contributed quite a bit last year. And of course, all those those youngsters are headed off to college or work or whatever. But you got uh, another little uh, bunch of sophomores, now juniors, that contributed last year. Owen Milder being one that sticks out. He had 30 and a half tackles a year ago. Carter Metzger, 20 care. Uh, sorry, 20 tackles. Uh, junior Chaz Allison had 20 two tackles last year the defensive side of the ball. He'll be a senior this year, and I imagine he'll be a leader for him there. So those are their main uh, defensive producers as far as tackles go. And they're another team that forced some, some turnovers last year. John Clellan had uh, two interceptions. He'll be a senior this year. Um, a handful of guys had an interception. There's a few that forced some fumbles. Um, yeah, they, they are just solid from top to bottom, both sides of the ball. They've got some good-looking special teams numbers, too. And, you know, the amount of – when you go back and look at the stats from last year, you see the abbreviation for sophomore so much that uh, it just – it really bodes well for the Beavers, not only this season but next season. They'll be one we'll be talking about a lot uh, next fall as well. Yeah, I, I agree. There's a lot of buzz around the Wilton Beavers. Uh, I've enjoyed talking to their coach and uh, – uh, I'm excited about their season, and uh, uh, they got as many weapons as anybody out there has got, don't they? They do, and they, they're going to start off up in Wellman against Mid-Prairie this Friday for a non-district battle that uh, I'll be keeping a close eye on on my phone or the radio, whichever I'm able to get it in 
uh, while I'm down in Minneapolis because uh, it's a non-district game, but there's some rival uh, flavor to it. Um, these two schools get together in other sports, and, and it's always uh, a battle. I have no doubt that this will be much of the same there Friday night in Wellman. All right. So, uh, well, that is a, a, a pretty complete list. you got got a lot of information out there. Is there anything uh, uh, you want to talk about that we didn't get to talk about yet? I don't think so. I think that covers kind of what I, I think we'll be focusing on quite a bit this fall as far as the 1A uh, part of things goes. Um, we don't have a ton of 1A teams down here in the corner that we live in to, to, to cover. Um, I probably could have dove deeper into Cardinal, but they're out west, and hopefully uh, Jacob will uh, fill us in a little bit more on them or maybe Andy. Yeah, uh, 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 well, we won't know much about them until they play. They were really young last year. Uh, yeah. uh, two years ago, they had a lot of wins. And then last year they didn't have any, but they had a lot of, of young players. They got a lot of experience. So I'm, I'm thinking maybe that'll help them this year. Yeah. They, you know, I, I did my little uh, pick as far as who's going to finish where, but outside of uh, Sigourney Kyoto, it could be a jumbled up mess there. I just really expect Pella Christian to be challenging for that district title again. And I'm just not sure anybody else has the firepower to match those two. Well, I agree They're They are the, the pick of the litter. Uh, in that bunch, but there's some, uh, uh, gosh, I'm just so, are you ready for some football, Scotty? I am. I'll be dreaming about it tonight. I, uh, I, I've been wanting to see Mediapolis play for a couple of years now. Um, and have, you know, one thing or another came up last fall and kept me from seeing them. And, uh, I'm excited to see them play. Now I got eyes on Columbus quite a bit last year, but they're, They've got me so excited. If, if I could get to every Columbus game this year, I would just go wherever they're playing. <laughs> I, love I love watching those Wildcats. Uh, well, I like watching them all, and uh, I will be watching them all. Well, uh, Scotty, if that's all you got, thanks for being with us. You got it, Dave.